joy and with excitement and with a heart of expectation. God servant, Reverend David Sackley, to bless us with the word of God. Beside you, Lord, I'm running after you. I wanna be where you are. I'm chasing you. I'm so in love, captivated. I just can't get enough. I'll spend my days running after your heart, your heart, your heart. You have 
presence of our Mashiach Yeshua. Ah. Just a birthday uh, help. <laughs> it could have been worse. God give you a birthday gift. Birthday grace. Birthday grace. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Ivy, how are you doing? God bless you. I see folk in church. And I want to say you are blessed. Today God has something special for you. Hallelujah. 
It just means take this and put it aside. That's what it means. Hallelujah. And I want to say God bless you those on Facebook. Hallelujah. And all the different social media platforms. God bless you. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> so God is going to speak to us today. I think just Amen. a few of us know why I'm laughing. I'm sure it will be corrected next time. Amen. Amen. We're going to, God is going to speak to us about something very, very powerful. I want you to invite your friends who are not in church. I want you to pay attention. If you are doing anything, just put it down. If you're at home and you're watching, just be attentive because God is going to speak to us about something very important. Let's turn our Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. So what the Bible is saying is that under the sun, it is clear that the race is not to the, the fast person or the person who is acting in speed. Nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise. Nor yet riches to men of understanding. Nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. So what the Bible is saying is that we all know that when there is a race, in general, the fastest or the swiftest person wins the race. In general. If you want to win a, win a race, you need to be fast. Also, it is very clear that when you are in a war, the stronger one or you are in a fight, fist to fist, the stronger one usually wins. In general. Usually, when you are wise, you are expected to have bread to eat. Through your wisdom. Nevertheless, the Bible says that there was a certain poor wise man who delivered a city, but he was poor. And no one remembered him because of how poor he was. The city was being besieged by a huge army. And there was no one who could enter or no one to escape. So there was no way to survive. But there was a certain poor wise man. So he was wise, but he was poor. But nevertheless, the Bible talks about the fact that in wisdom's left hand, in wisdom's right hand is long life. In wisdom's left hand are riches and honor. So the general thing is that when you are wise, you will not lack bread. Nevertheless, chance, uh, time and chance can still happen to everyone. Hallelujah. Also, riches usually come to people of wisdom and understanding. And also favor. And, and, and grace and promotion usually comes to people who are skilled. Someone who is very skilled, who is learned, who has gone to school, who has certain talents, usually will do well in general. But time and chance can negate it. And you will see someone who is very, very swift and fast, but might not necessarily win the race. Because maybe he's disqualified. Maybe he started wrong. On your mask, get, said, go. Then he started before. Or you trip. Nevertheless, you are the fastest. So the fact that you are the fastest does not mean you win all the time. Hallelujah. The fact that you are strong, someone can use wisdom to destroy a strong person. A bear is stronger than human beings. Apart from when the anointing is upon you like Samson and David. What said, were you with us when we went to that zoo? We were with a group of people, pest lovers. We went to a zoo in Minneapolis. And I was with my children. You were with me. Yes, you were with us. And we saw a lion in a cage, but the lion was so fierce, moving around. And then we would, the kids would hit the, the glass window. And the lion would get very upset. And I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Because the, the majesty, the, the, the strength of the lion 
I was even afraid in spite of the big glass. Hey. But yet, the bear and the lion that are stronger were able to subdue them through wisdom. So, the strength doesn't really mean anything when wisdom applies or when chance and time happen. Also, you can have, I talked about it, you can have wisdom. You can have riches, but be poor. Or someone cannot ask. And you can have skill, and yet favor will not be your portion. But you and I want to talk about the determinants. Because even though these things bring success, even though speed brings a, 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 what winning the race, even though strength gives you victory over the battle in the battle, even though wisdom and understanding gives you riches, even though f- a skill gives you favor, we need to remember that there's the God aspect. But nevertheless, the Bible is telling us that these things will help us. So you and I must master these determinants. When we master the determinants and we are able to apply those determinants to our lives, then we will have the determinants working on our behalf. And then time and chance through the grace of God will work on our behalf. I thought I'd hear amen and uh, claps. Hallelujah. So determinants are characteristics and the virtues that determine the outcome of everything you do, you and I do. Every area of life is therefore affected by determinants. Both spiritual and non-spiritual things are even governed by determinants. So sometimes, even though time and chance happeneth, you sometimes need to work on these determinants or to have these determinants for even spiritual things to apply. Hallelujah. And we'll talk about that. Amen. The outcome of life, ministry, business, education, marriage, projects, relationships, journeys, seasons, crisis, leadership, pastoral work, your calling, our career, our friendships, our jobs, our apostolic work, our singing ministry, and everything we do are determined by determinants. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 28. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together. It's not just one thing. All things work together, including the determinants. For good, to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Usually a number of factors are responsible for the success or failure of someone. Let me repeat that again. Usually a number of factors are responsible for the success of any endeavor or their failure. It takes more than one thing to make something work. Yeah. Some people feel it's just speed you need. But you need speed. Some people feel it's just strength you need. You need strength and wisdom. And the hand of God. That is why the Bible says that all things work together for good to those who love God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 is a simple scripture which teaches and declares that speed, strength, wisdom, understanding, and skill usually determine the outcome of anything. These five determinants. We are going to talk about the five determinants. Yes. This scripture also teaches that the common determinants of life can be set aside because time and chance could neutralize the effects of these determinants. That's why the race is not for the swift. That's why you and I, the Bible says that the horse is prepared for battle. Yes, prepared. But the victory is not going to come from the preparation, but from the Lord. That's why the Bible says, except Psalm 127 verse 1, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keeps watch over the city. The armed robbers, the the, the terrorists, the pandemic viruses and the ones to come, and all the violence can still come. 
in spite of the keeping awake, in spite of the life insurance, in spite of the medical insurance, in spite of all the things we have said, in spite of our securing ourselves and our insurance and warranties. Everything I do, I try to use wisdom and use determinants to secure. Oh, yeah. If there's something I'm doing a business, you try to secure it with insurance. Nevertheless, the insurance, look, if God is not in it, that thing would, <laughs> it will be, the, the outcome will even be worse when God is not in it. But God still expects us to use wisdom. That's why we have the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding. So many people feel that, oh, I'm a Christian, so it's okay. I'm a, I'm a Christian, so it's going to be okay. Oh, I'm a Christian, so I'm doing this thing. And yet, many times, it, some negative thing happen, things happen to people. But I'm a Christian, so I don't need to worry. I don't need to take security. I don't need to secure things. I don't need to have certain insurance or warranties because I'm a Christian. But you and I must do what we need to do. Have the life insurance. Have the, the home, the, not even the homeowners you are forced to. Have the, 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 the renter's insurance. And all the different things you need. Life insurance, your will, everything. But remember that in spite of them, if God's hands are not in it, it will do you like magic uh, trick. Like a, a film. A movie. <laughs> like a Nigerian movie. God can intervene and cause you to have far more than you deserve. A powerful curse could also change the outcome of what you and I expect. So a curse can neutralize the determinants. A curse can neutralize all the determinants. You can have all the determinants combined and you can be a master of them. But a curse will neutralize it. But who can curse who glory? Who can curse whom God has blessed? Hallelujah to Jesus. There are people who work hard and fast but are still very poor. Hey, there are people who can work hard. Just like in school, there are some people who look every time I used to see them. They didn't think I used to study, but I'll go and do all my naughty things, just hang around, do all my things, and then study at night. Then you see people always with their books, books, a lot of books going to study. But what they didn't realize is that I use past questions and summaries. Big books, but if you have the big books and you know the material very well, it doesn't guarantee you passing until you know how to pass, solve the past exams. If you don't know how to pass the past exams, you don't know, even know how to apply what you know. So you, you see people reading, reading, reading every time. I need to go to rest. Let's talk. I have to go and study. And yet, they'll barely make it. So you realize that it is not hard work. Even at work, you see some people who just have favor with the boss and they, they, they do nothing. Mistakes, they, nothing but favor and skill. If, some have favor and skill. Some have no skill but favor. There are excellent singers who have an, an, uh, amounted to nothing in this world. There are many powerful preachers who do not have much of a crowd to preach to. Sometimes you see some preachers who are preaching. You say, wow, this guy is a powerful preacher, but has seven members after 20 years. <laughs> there are many excellent footballers who do not have a team to play in. It takes more than just being a good player to have a good outcome in your career. It's very wild. What do you think? We must therefore accept the revelation of Ecclesiastes that these things are the common determinants of life on earth. Speed, strength, wisdom, understanding, skill, and then time and chance. You and I must also be aware of the fact that there are things that can undo the effect of these powerful determinants. So you and I, even though we are going to study the determinants, we must realize that at the end of the day, if God's hands are not on the determinants, hmm, it will be a, a, a vanity. 
It is important to use these determinants to move your life forward. To ignore the power of the determinants is to ignore what usually governs and controls life on this earth. So we are going to start by talking about the first determinant. Let's go back to Ecclesiastes 9.11. Yes. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the fast or speedy or the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. Number one, speed determines if you will do great or excel in this life. So, before I bring the first, speed is the first determinant. Speed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So speed. Make sure we, they can even hear me. Speed is the first determinant. Speed. Speed. Num so now what let's let's talk about some of the things that speed will do for us. What do you think? Yeah. Number one, speed determines if you would build anything. Let's look at Second Chronicles, chapter twenty-four, verse two to seven. And Josiah, oh sorry, and Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. So when the priest was around, uh, uh, Joash did very well, served God when the priest was alive. Sometimes you see that certain kings did what was right in the sight of the Lord when the priest was alive. When the priest died, they turned away. May that not be anyone's story in Jesus' name. That's why we must know God for ourselves. If you know me, if, if your faith is relying on me, what a pity. If your faith is relying on our uh, prophet Bishop Dag, what a pity. Your faith must rely on Jesus. So that if the person dies, you are still grounded. Amen. And Jehoi jo Jehoiada took for him two wives, and he begat sons and daughters. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. So the king, because he was pleasing God, he said, look, I have to repair God's house. I need to repair God's house. And he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, go out unto the city of Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that he hasten the matter. So be quick, be fast. How, how be it the Levites... Levites, hasten it not. Sometimes delay means cancellation. And the king called for Joida, the chief, and said unto him, Why hast thou not requi required of the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection? So the king was telling him that, According to the commandment of Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the congregation of Israel for the tabernacle of witness. So the people were supposed to bring gold and bring everything, they, the money they had, the priests were supposed to organize that so that they could build the house of God. But the king said, do it fast. But the priest didn't do it. So the king called the priest, the leader of the priest, and asked why. For the sons of Athalia, that wicked woman had broken up the house of God. So that wicked Athalia destroyed the house of God, broke it down. And also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord did they bestow upon Balaam. Balaam. 
So you and I, you realize that the house of God was not built because the priest did not act fast. Sometimes, if you don't act quickly, you, don't, you are not fast, you will not be able to build whatever God wants you to build. Now, all of us, in the name of Jesus Christ, are supposed to have houses. Not mortgages. Houses. Not mortgages. I see 15 houses, 20 houses, in Jesus' name. 30 houses. Some hundred houses, in Jesus' name. Because we are going to do that, th those keys I shared in the past. How many remember? Those are super keys for prosperity. Let's not forget them. You are going to have houses. But, you see, even that key that I shared with you, as soon as I finished sharing it, I went immediately to my bank. I started making transactions. Immediately. Because if you are not fast, you are not acting with speed, you forget and it might never happen. It will never be done. Fast. Im immediately, immediately. Sometimes, even now, there should be a note. Some people should be writing a note now. That, look, I need, I don't, we are not part of it. I'll explain it to you. This one, if you're one-on-one, -on -one, you get more detail. Hallelujah. Error. Since you're a priest, you are not part of it. I can, I can talk to you guys. But look, it is super prosperity. But if you, 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 you don't act on it. So some of us should write it down. Or actually, as I'm even speaking, write it down and plan that right after service, I'm going to start doing bank transactions. <laughs> Hallelujah. Set your alarm. Yes. To do bank transactions, there are a number of them. Tithe is one. Offerings to the church is another. Almsgiving is the third. And many people do one and two, and they don't, they don't do three. And they're asking God, why? When you read the Bible, it's very clear why. Hallelujah. Number two, speed determines if you will get married. Hey. Some people from where I come from will say, Ajay. Let's look at it. First Samuel. Chapter 25, verse 15 to 18. But the men were very good unto us, and were not hurt, neither missed we anything, as long as we were conversant with them. When we were in the fields, they were a wall unto us, both by night and day. All the while we were with them, keeping the sheep. Now therefore know and consider what thou wilt do. For evil is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is, a, he is such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him. Then Abigail made haste. That's a wise name, Abigail. You should say amen. And took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep ready dressed, and five measures of patched corn, and an hundred clusters of raisins, and two hundred cakes of figs, and laid them on asses. But remember that, and Abigail made haste. Now, David and his men saved Nabal's family, uh, 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 produce and Nabal's goods. And because of that, after David, don't you play with him, he kill you right there. So David said, sent his men, go to Nabal and tell him that we, I protected you. I protected your livestock. So go and bring us food, bread, because we are hungry. But Nabal had heard that David was being chased from the, uh, by the king. So Nabal said, who is David? And who, who is his master? Why should I help David? So his men told David. And David was very angry and said, look, if... Not if, if there's one person alive in that place, then it's not me. It's not me. Then the servant rushed to tell Abigail all these things. That's the, the, the story. And then Abigail made his quickly and rushed and organized some food. And then rushed to David quickly. Because if she hadn't done it quickly, it, they would have been killed. Hallelujah. And then 
God blessed Abigail for her wisdom. Now let's look at 1 Samuel 25, 39 to 42. So Abigail acted quickly, and then we will see another time when Abigail also acted quickly after her husband died. Because God is amazing. You say to yourself, I was that that bad. That God, you see, the Bible says, and God avenged David by killing Nabal. And you say to yourself, but then about isn't that something many people can do? Was that that bad? <laughs> was it that bad? Who, who, who are you? I'm not giving you the food. I, and God saw it to be very offensive and killed Nabal. It's wild, though. So, so, so God, Nabal was eating, and then Abigail told him that, look, you are lucky. You should have been dead. Then he died as he was eating, died on the table. <laughs> hey! So God is merciful, though. Look at someone who is trying to... The ark is falling. Because God, God told them to, to, to put the ark on certain equipment. And they didn't do that. So, otherwise, the ark would not have even fallen. So, the ark was about to fall on the threshing floor. And then Uzzah... Was it Uzzah? Yeah. Uzzah tried to help God. Sorry? To balance the thing. And God struck him dead. And David was very offended with God in a way. But God had to do it because God said that it is holy. No one should touch it because my presence is there. And I have to keep to my word. So he struck him, but of course he went to heaven. I'm, I'm sure you have a glorious... Well, I can't say heaven yet. He, he went to Abraham's bosom. He was in Abraham's bosom. Now he's in heaven, but he was in Abraham's bosom. Quick entry. Look at uh, uh, Onan. So I'm just talking about how God, hey, so some of the things we think are so bad that look at this bad person. Look at what this guy is doing. Look at what this girl is doing. Look, she's pregnant. Maybe the response of the people who are behaving or are, are judging, the, the punishment can be worse. Let me give you an example. Onan. When uh, to honor the woman, when a man's wife dies, no, sorry, when a, a, a woman's husband dies, to honor her for seed, because that was the honor of the woman, the, the brother of the man was bound to marry her. To honor her, not to disgrace her. Because otherwise, no one would want to marry the widow. So it, the, 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 the brother had to marry. So the Onan married her, and as he was committing, uh, try, having, uh, uh, is it love making to her? Then he was about to put seed in. In another time, we can get into more details because we are in church Sunday. If it's another day, we'll get more into details. So he wanted to what? To plant a seed in the garden. That's right. So as he was ab about to plant, he said to himself, so it was not per se the act, but the thought, why should I bring seed for my brother and not for me? He spilled out the seed, and God was angry and killed him. Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass when he went in unto his brother's wife, that he spilled it on the ground, lest that he should give seed to his brother. Genesis 38, 9. And this thing which he did displeased the Lord. Wherefore, the Lord, he slew him also. So Nabal was slain. Okay. Then, after that, there was another opportunity for Abigail to act quickly. First Samuel 25, 39 to 42. And when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord that hath pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, and hath kept his servant from evil. For the Lord hath returned the wickedness of Nabal on, on, upon his head. And David, you see, before I continue, sometimes you never know what will trigger, trigger God's anger. I remember some time back in Minneapolis, when we're going to people serving people a shelter to give food to the poor. We did that every week on Saturday night. And we go there, we serve people, and then after that, we wait outside and preach to them. 
Sometimes we'll go and people will report us to the, 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 the front desk and they'll ask us to leave because we are not supposed to be preaching there. But of course, every time, I'm not going to go and serve and not tell them the gospel. The next week we'll go and do the same thing. No problem. Then one day we, I met a lady who said she was uh, from a Christian by one of the denominations. And I told her about Jesus and I was telling other people about Jesus. She was okay. Then, 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 all of a sudden, the guard came and said that this lady was speaking offensively about us and, to, uh, and did, were disturbing her and wanted us to leave. It hurt me. Normally, it doesn't, those things don't bother me, but it pained me. I don't know why. The next time I went there, she was cut out. She almost, she, I don't know. She was almost, almost dead. The, she, the way she was walking, she was, she was, I don't, she was destroyed. Hey, in and it's not because of me, but maybe God was could have been displeased. I don't know. Even if it was Tete or even Phoebe or the, the child, the fact that maybe God wanted to touch someone there, I don't know. But what I do know is that the next time I came there, she, she couldn't even walk. She couldn't even walk. For the Lord hath returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his head. But to me, I didn't think it was a big deal. Do you think it's a big deal what Nabal did? Yeah, he was somewhere, but was it that bad to die? <laughs> and David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to him to wife. And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Camel, they spake unto her, saying, David sent us unto thee to take thee to him to wife. And she arose and bowed herself on her face to the earth and said, Behold, let thine handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. And Abigail hasted. That's the key. Abigail was quick and arose and rode upon the ass with five uh, uh, damsels of hers that went after her to be servants to her, or a close friends. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. So the key was the speed. The speed. So sometimes to marry, you need to be fast in doing whatever you need to do. What do you think? Number three. Speed determines who you honor. Speed determines who you and I will honor. Genesis 18, 1 to 7. Speed. Who are you going to honor? Who am I going to honor? And the Lord appeared unto him in the plain of Mamre. And he sat in the tent door, that's Abraham, in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord. If none I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away. I pray thee from thy servant, let a little water, I pray thee, be fetched and wash your feet. And rest yourselves under the tree. Men have entertained angels on our ways. And I will fetch a morsel of bread. And Abraham was a great man at that time. And comfort ye your hearts. After that ye shall pass on, for therefore ye come to your servant, and they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened. That's the key. He was quick. If he wasn't quick, they would have left. Into the tent, unto Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, net it, and make cakes upon the head. And Abraham ran unto to the head and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it unto the young man. And he hastened to dress it. Sarah had to quickly provide food to honor the angels who had come to visit. No one could determine how long the angels were going to be around for. That's why sometimes when there's a time to honor, you honor immediately. Speed is necessary in honoring God's servants. You, never, you may never get a chance to meet certain people again. They are gone forever and will not hear your, your nice words and tributes, especially when they die. If you have something to say, say it now. 
If you have something to do, do it now. To honor someone requires a fast-thinking mind. Daddy and mommy, quickly honor them. Don't fight them. Don't shout at them. Honor them. Honor your pastor, quickly. Honor those who have helped you. Don't, don't, don't. There, there's someone who I always mention his name. Who remembers his name? We've all been in diners. Yes, what's Sikanati? Ade Sikanati. Ade Sikanati. I always remember him because the time I didn't, I, I went to London. I didn't know anyone there. I have my uncle and a few people. I, I didn't have a place to stay. And I, I didn't know him. And yet, he was able to house me and give me, at, look, now 50 pounds or $50. If he gets missing now, it won't be a problem. But at that time, 50 pounds, 200, sometimes you just give me 200 pounds. Wow. That is more than $10,000 today, at least so far as I'm concerned. So someone like him, it doesn't matter what he does, he can never, I'll always be grateful to him and he can't do anything that can make me say, oh, this guy, I don't like him. Again. Even if I hear him saying evil things about me, it doesn't matter. And I told everyone about him. Even when I was there. And he was like, oh, but this, I always told this guy helped me. This guy, I was always telling people and I'll continue to say it. But I don't know whether he's a Christian now. That, that, that's irrelevant. When I was in the world, I'm talking about. We did all of our sort of worldly things together. But he is a good guy. Many people forget. And there was a time I didn't see it on Facebook. I didn't realize that he had asked me something. Because I never go on those messages. And now it was, by the time I, I, I found it, it was too late. Because every opportunity I can get to do something for him, I'll do, I'll, I'll do it. Anytime I can get to say thank you, I can do it. Even though it's been over 20 years, many years. Many people forget the people who have helped him. There are some people who, there's even, you see, there, there are some people who helped you to become a Christian or be, do well in Christ. The pastor who told me that, David, don't worry about their baggage. Continue to serve God and it will fall off. I've been looking for him. I, I met him when I first came to the U.S. I, 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 I called him a few times. When I told him I was a pastor, he laughed with joy. Pastor John Ogunda now, something like that. I tell you. When people have done, so, sometimes some, you, you see some Christians, they came to the church in sin. They didn't know anything. When you say Jesus, who, what does it mean? And then God brings them, they are discipled, they are, they, 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 they are fed, they grow, and then they get a gift. Whether it's prophecy or whatever, you know who I'm talking about. And then after that, you feel you know. And instead of honoring you, 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 you start to say negative things about the person. I, 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 I just pray that God gives you wisdom to see the truth. Hallelujah. For your own good. Hallelujah. How many are getting what I'm saying? It's very important for us to honor. Now, not in the future. What's the point when they are dead? Give them a glorious home going. No, they are already in heaven. There's no home going there. The funeral is for the people. Not for the one who's gone. The one who's gone is either in heaven or hell. The, the big funeral with even a million dollars is for their loved ones to feel better. But so far as the one who's gone is concerned, they did is. When there's fire and you are burning, are you going to think, think about those in heaven? I mean, in, on earth, when there's fire and there are worms going in and out of the body, you are going to be thinking about the honor. 
or when you are in heaven and you are seeing Jesus and you are worshiping him and you see the streets, you are walking on the streets of gold, showing that the money and the gold are nothing. They are, they, they are even wilder, precious jewels. They, they are the, the concubal, the, the southern stones, they are the topaz, the, the omex, all, all these onyx, all these wild names that, 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 that surround the glory. All these things are there. So gold is nothing. That's why streets, the streets are gold. Are you going to be looking down to see the funeral? Oh, come on. So it's now. It's now. It's now. Speed to honor now. If by, by the grace of our, our prophet, I'm sure God will give him long life. But many people, you see, the sad thing is that if, God forbid, he's to go next week, the kind of money that will be given. But you don't see it. That's the point. Why don't you give it and support his crusade? Why don't you give it and, 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 and build the cathedrals? That money you'd have given, he, he, he won't even see it. My funeral, by the grace of God, at 90, even if it's 90 or whatever, don't worry about it. Don't, don't waste your time giving. If I get the chance, it's just a quick, simple, just put me somewhere. It's, it's simple. Rather, Support what? Uh, support the. <laughs> that's more. That's what matters. All that is nothing. I won't be there. I don't care. When you are in heaven, all those things don't matter. It's the people on earth who want to feel good and better. So it's for them. Funerals are for the people on earth, not for the one who is dead. What do you think? To honor someone, that's why you you must fast. When, when there's a word come, that comes, and then someone comes to your mind to honor. If you are not fast, you watch. Next week, next two weeks, next three weeks. Oh, God will ask you in your mind, have you honored the person yet? No, I have not, because you are not fast. That's why sometimes when I remember to do something now, sometimes I tell some of the people I'm working with, oh, this thing, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Now, let's do it now, because tomorrow, God willing, Time and chance has proven that tomorrow, God willing, something will come up and it will not be done. Now. Do it now. Now. Something will come up. Time is almost up. Number four. Speed determines the financial disasters you will avoid. Sometimes, listening to, just for time's sake, because I have one more. L sometimes listening to what God is saying and acting immediately. For example, don't go get into debt. Tear the credit card. Of course, sometimes you might use it for flights and all that. So just tear all your credit cards, leave one. But don't borrow from the card. Use it and pay it off immediately. Sorry? Use money you have. Why are you using money you don't have? Some people, their, their underwear is borrowed. Their shoes are borrowed. Their bed is borrowed. Everything they have is borrowed. What do I mean? Because they swiped and they have to pay for it. They are paying monthly for it. So, so financial ruin can be removed by the determinant of speed, don't be in debt immediately. Debt ends. And then you start the repayment plan. To overcome financial ruin, immediately, oh, I've not paid that. Let me pay it immediately as I'm in church before I leave. Let me pay it now. Because tithe rebukes the devourer. The devourer, the eater up of money, is stayed. And God himself stands to stay the devourer and prevent the devourer from spoiling the goods. So financial ruin is removed by quickly paying tight speed. Speed. Speed determines your ability to win in the competition of life. Speed determines whether you will win a race. 
whether you will be rich. Because sometimes delay means cancellation. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. There are many times I've said I'm going to do certain things. And because I delay, in two years' time, you'll be asking, did I do it? No. Speed, 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 speed. And you realize that in the Bible, those who did well, and immediately, and immediately, and immediately, they went and read the word. Even those who, who received the word in good ground, immediately. Those who heard the word and became more noble, immediately. There is that word immediately in the Bible, which shows that, shows that when they heard something, or something was going to benefit them, immediately they acted. Speed. Otherwise, speed determines what you have, whether you'll be successful, financial increase. And finally, speed determines, oh, okay. Speed determines if you will be anointed. Let me just list. Speed determines if you'll be blessed. Are you going to be blessed? It, it depends on speed. Speed also determines if you will be saved. And finally, speed determines if you will be anointed. 1 Kings 19, 19 to 21. Are you going to be anointed? Am I going to be anointed? It depends on speed. So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. Very successful business. And he, and he with the twelfth, and Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. The mantle is the covering, the anointing. So the cloak that the prophet Elijah wore, he cast it at Elisha. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah. Others would say, please give me time. Give me time. Let me sort out the business. Let me sort out a few things. Please, give me time. I'll come. And he keep waiting and waiting and waiting and never comes. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? Meaning that, go, go, don't worry. Just leave me. I've just cast the mountain. I'm going. Because I myself, I thought I was the only prophet. I didn't realize that there were 7,000. And also, I didn't even know that I was ready to even transfer the, uh, uh, the prophethood to you. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I have a lot on my mind. So, just go. And he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and bore their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and gave unto the people and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. So you would see that it was an immediate thing. Immediate. Elijah, Elijah, sometimes you delay. The mantle has been thrown, and they know that Elijah's ministry has ended, and there's the next prophet about to come. Now, who is it? Elisha says, my business, forget the business. Most people would have said, Elijah, please, give me a month to handle myself. Let me sort out the business and remove, let me do, let, Elijah, I'll, I'll come. Elijah would have said, like, Elijah would have said, like, he, he said to him, don't worry, what do I have to do with you? Go. When Elijah and Elisha were moving around, the prophets, those who were in the school of prophets, who were being trained before, you see, whilst they were being trained, whilst they were in their pastoralhood, Elijah was, Elisha was in business. Elisha was having his business, and there were people who were in school to be trained to be prophets. And whilst Elijah, Elisha acted in speed, the people were watching. Oh, he's following his master. He's following his master. And Elisha, Elisha got the anointing because he, was, he hasted. Sometimes you have to haste, be fast, be quick. What do you need to do? Do it now. Where do you need to go? Go now. Go now. There's a pastor who said, a number of people have asked me that, oh, I see how you are following uh, uh, the evangelist and all that. And uh, do you have any, what, what is your formula? Tell me what, 
what, what, what should I do? I said, very simple. Of course, you pray, but what should I do? Bring a pen drive. There are serious people here who have given me a pen drive. If you are serious, you bring it. Give me a pen drive. So I'll, I'll upload all his crusades I have for you. So I eat them. That's my advice. The person was able to bring the pen drive. Following year, have you been eating the messages? Or have not started? Because it was not fast. There was no speed involved. I said there was no speed involved. I said there was no speed involved. Because what you need to do is to give, yes, you've acted, you've brought a pen, pen drive. You've, I've given it to you now. I'm going to watch it. I have to start now. Eat it. That's why for me, when do you want it? Yesterday. Anyone who knows me knows that I want things done yesterday. Not today, yesterday. I want things done immediately. Because I know what can happen when speed is not there. Everyone who works with me knows, or at least eventually you know, that I want things done yesterday. Yesterday. Because if it wasn't done yesterday, most likely it will not be done. And then you ask, oh, so we talked about this. Oh, did you do it? Oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, we talked about this. Oh, did you do it? This is very important. Did you do it? Oh, I was just about to do it. That's because speed didn't come in. Speed. Anointing, you need speed to be anointed. You need to act quickly. You need to soak in quickly. You need to pray quickly. You need to do whatever you need quickly. There was no delay in Elijah's response. Immediately, speed will determine whether you'll be anointed. Yes, speed. Now, speed in what? Speed in the instruction. Speed in what God said. What I'm saying is that many times we hear the word of God. We know what to do. We know what to do. Speed in doing it. We know, oh, how many want to be anointed? Like I always keep saying, people will come. But if you want to be anointed, what about doing what you've been told to do? What about prayer? What about soaking in the messages? What about the video dimension? What about the levels of soaking in? The levels are soaking in, not just 11%, soaking in till the whole transfer of ministry gift comes upon you. What about soaking the messages to the point that you'll be able to recite it, but not uh, 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 mindless, whatever, but you understand it. And you understand the deep anointing of the, the message, what the message means, and the other things that the message is not saying. Many will say, oh, I'll do it. Oh, I'll, do, I'll do it next week. Next week. Next month. And in a year's time, have you done it? Oh, I'll do it next week. Two years, have you done it? I'll do it next week. And they never get anointed. But it's not, it's not happening to any of us here. It's not happening to any of us here. May you be anointed. May you be anointed. May we be anointed. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. So we stand to our feet. Hallelujah to Jesus. Speed is the determinant. The determinant. The determinant. Hallelujah to Jesus. Ask the Lord to give you speed in whatever you do. To build a house. To, to, to be prosperous. To be blessed. To be anointed. To, 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 to prosper. To, for everything we need speed. Immediately. And the Bible says, and immediately they did. Immediately. God said, and immediately. Yes. Speed. 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 I need to apply for that job immediately. I, I need to stop this thing immediately. I need to do this immediately. Immediately. What we need to do, we do it immediately. I need to buy this immediately. Procrastination is negates, negates speed. Father God, we pray for more grace.
May we use that determinant of speed in every aspect of our lives. Speed, 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 speed. Oh God. In the name of Jesus. Whilst we are praying, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are not born again and you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I know in my heart that I'm far away from God. But I want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of my life. I want Jesus. If you feel that way, then repeat after me. Yes, just simply repeat after me. The Bible says we must confess with our mouths what we believe in our hearts, that Jesus is Lord, died for our sins, and rose from the dead. That is salvation. Having faith in that, that's simple. God didn't make it complicated. He made it for the most simple of people and the most the childlike, even the child. Yes. Let's repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please forgive me for all my sins. Please cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, we bless you and we thank you for all those who have given their lives to Jesus. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, strengthen them. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to encourage you to look for a good church. God bless you all. God bless you. I want to say that thank you for joining and hope to see you, God willing. God bless you and shalom. May God's word richly be in your hearts and your minds. And may God's word be deep in our hearts that we might not sin against him, that we might please him, that we might honor him. In Jesus' name. Bless you. Shalom. Just before I hand over to Pastor Alon.